Welcome back to the Jews Next Door podcast, where each month we explore a different topic of our parenting hierarchy with the goal of raising the next generation of passionate and committed Jews. I'm your host, Rabbi Ehrman Shell, and for this special episode, we are focusing I'm your host, Rabbi Irman Shell, and for this special episode, we are focusing on the best ways parents can make Hanukkah a meaningful and fun experience for your children. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at jenoliff underscore parenting for daily tips, daily reels, in addition to this episode for every single day of Hanukkah and for an exciting Hanukkah contest that we will have there as well. So first things first, you know, we want to think about how we're going into Hanukkah. And if, you know, when you're hearing this, it's already Hanukkah, it's okay. You can still, you can still do this, but it starts with making a festive environment. It starts with the decorations. Now, obviously the earlier you do this, the better, but even the day of, or even once Hanukkah has started, not just to decorate the home, it's, meaning the purpose is not just to decorate the home, but it's to involve the children in the decorations and to hang up their projects and which they'll be excited about. They'll see, oh, look, I remember when I made that. Or even if they don't say that, they're just... You know, if they don't remember, you know, show them, you know, this is yours and it shows them that we value what, what you're, you know, what you're making and it, it, it gives them great confidence boost and it makes them feel really great about themselves. Another thing you can do is to actually build a family menorah, right? You can literally design a menorah. You can go to Home Depot, you can go to Lowe's and something that I, I had the pleasure of doing this with my son this year and it was so fun. You know, uh, you, you, we, we, he drew it out. He told, he knew exactly what he wanted. We went to the store and he, he, he told the guy exactly what he wanted. We literally, we, we got wood together. We built it. We got PVC pipes and everything. And the more that the, chi- the child is involved in this, the more excitement that it, it, that it builds. So that's, uh, that, that's huge. Now, that's in terms of like the setting up the right environment. Let's talk about the lighting itself. During lighting itself, it's so important to make it a sacred moment. No phones, no distractions. Also, make every effort to not be getting annoyed about anything. It, this is this is like really like kadosh, you know, kadosh abakadoshim. Like really, really, this is really, really sacred. So have a very special family moment, and giving each child their turn to light, and obviously in a safe way, and 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 really and to build up this moment to show them how excited you are to have this moment with them, and how how excited you are to light with them. Then, after lighting. So continue the excitement and, 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 and you sing, you, you know, there are specific songs that we sing, so, but do it in an exciting way. Don't just sing, bring the passion, bring, bring the passion, bring the excitement of the mitzvah, you know, really bring it to the home by dancing, giving piggyback rides, doing, you know, doing fun dancing things, you know, getting a, getting a circle together with your children and then, you know, switching every couple of minutes and switching the, the, the way we're going and doing, you know, doing trains and all these things and, and, and just keep it going. Right, keep it going. Don't just do the Hanukkah songs, but have a Hanukkah playlist ready to go. If you have a speaker in the home, put that Hanukkah playlist on and, and keep that excitement going. Then after the excitement d- dies down, so you know there is a concept that the first half hour is, you know, is something special. So first of all, explain that to the children. Explain why the first half hour is, is a special time when the candles are lit and that we're not supposed to be, you know, doing anything else and we're not supposed to be benefiting from the candles itself. And so, so we explain that to our children and then think about something as a family each night that we want to do something we want to work on. And, and we're going to be posting on Instagram, different tips that you can work on each night to help you with that. So again, make sure to check that out. And also 
not just not necessarily to work on, but to to to, to have a discussion about meaning things either either things you want to learn, right? Whatever you decide it is. Let's say let's say you want to choose to work on patients in the in the family. So let's say you t- you take that thing. So then you create a big board, and you, you you track it. You have each of them put on. I was patient this time, and and then you know or or you know it's like catching them doing the good, right? See so they they put down when they were patient. They put down when they were patient. Or if you if you want to if you don't want to do it that way, you can engage your children in an engaging question surrounding Hanukkah. Like for example, you know what does anase mean? And then when we, you know, for example, when we say Bazmanazeh in, in Al-Hanisim, what is that referring to? What is Bazmanazeh? What is, what's the Nisim that we're having during these times? What, and then ask them, what Nase have you witnessed in your lives? Have the children. And if they can't think of any, so you can point out, you can point out things to them. You can point out even just simply how nature is a Nase and, and to think about that with them, to, to really have an, an engaging conversation with them. You know, you could ask them, how does the Chag of Hanukkah help them to improve their Amuna? Now, this depends on the age of the child, but you can explain, you break it down for them, explain to them what is Amuna, how, why does Hanukkah have anything to do with Amuna, and, and to really have, a, have an engaging conversation with them. Maybe you could ask them, what is one thing that they want to thank Hashem for in their lives? What is their favorite part of the Hanukkah story, and why? If they could give their Hanukkah gifts to someone else, who would they give it to, and why? Again, all these are very engaging questions, or you can sp- simply use it as a time to learn. You could take out a specific thing. You know, you could do Mishnah, a Mishnah a day. You could learn a halacha about Hanukkah a day. You can take out the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch. You can learn about the, the Hanukkah story, depending on the age of your child. You, or you can teach them about the Hanukkah story and give them different components each day. And to, to, again, make it as engaging as possible. Question, ask them questions. Get them engaged in the learning. Not just you telling them. It's not just like a lecture, but to really learn with them. Following the learning... We know that you know Hanukkah is a time that many many parents give gifts. So first of all, gifts gifts are a great thing. I have nothing wrong with gifts. Gifts are great for building the excitement, and we also, we, you know, with that being said, that we that they're built, they're great for being, you know, for building the excitement. We also have to be careful about about the gifting experience. Firstly, you know, and what do I mean by the gifting experience? How do we react if our child is unhappy with the gift? Right? How would we feel? How would we feel that way? So sometimes parents, the, the gut reaction of a parent is to be like, wow, he's ungrateful. You're so spoiled. And, and sometimes, sometimes it's true, maybe. But, but then again, I think it's important for us to think about how, how would we feel if someone gave us a gift and we weren't so happy with it? Would we, would we you know, how would we react? Would we want to be able to be honest with that person? So we would probably want to be honest. And therefore, if, in order for us to be able to be honest, we have to know that that person's not going to react in an upset way. So it's the same thing with us. We can't react in an upset way. If our child's not happy with a the gift, it, then, then it's not fair for us to if – if we, if we react in, in an angry way, then they're just not going to want to tell us. They're going to shut down. And then the, you know, it's putting a barrier on the relationship, and we don't want that. right? At the same time, you know – moving in a, in, a, in a little bit of a different direction with gifts, the most impactful thing that we can give to our children is not an item. It's ourselves. Meaning, give your child experiences with you. As opposed to giving them a, you know, some sort of toy or some sort of specific present each night, give them time with you doing something. Because think about it. That is building the relationship. You're making memories together, and it will be so much more impactful than any gift you can possibly give them. And it's so much more valuable. Research has shown that family time and experiences are linked to fewer behavioral problems in children, a stronger sense of identity, and 
a sense of security for children. So, so who wouldn't want to give that to their parents and which child wouldn't want that from their parents? So, so if you think about those things, those are, that's, that's a big deal, right? That's, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna, so what are some experiences that we can give to our children? First things first, let's just as an example, maybe we could do a family chopped competition, right? And make it themed, right? Where they're explaining the thought behind the various things they did and how it connects to the Hanukkah story, how it connects to the Hanukkah miracles, or maybe you can bake Hanukkah cookies, right? You can make Hanukkah cookies, make or you can you can fry latkes together. You can make sifkaniyot. Another thing you could do is you can make a scavenger hunt, and this could be either purely fun, which is totally fine, because the fun experiences together is also very impactful and very meaningful. Or you can make it something educational. So at the same time that you're having this meaningful experience with them, you're also educating them. And and another example of an educational type of thing that we can do with them is let's say like Hanukkah headbands. Or like Hanukkah, guess who? Right. So these are these are ways to like really engage them in a serious way. These are ways to seriously engage them, and and to 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 like to get them to really think in in a in a serious way about what's what what's going on. Okay. Let, let's keep going. Another thing you could do is to play memory. Right, so for example, like you take nine by thirteen pans. Some maybe you've seen this before, like you know, Olympics from uh, peas, love, and carrots, where you you know you put prizes under nine by thirteen, and and but let's take it one step further. Since they only win when they find two of them, maybe take it one step further, where part of the game is for them to, for them to choose someone else they want to give the gift to. Right, think about that. It's it's, it's powerful. It's powerful to think that you're creating a giving experience for them as well. Another thing you could do, another you know type of experience that you could do with your children, is to do minute minute to win it type Hanukkah type activities like speedy peeler, speedy peely, like who's who can peel a potato first, dreidel stacking, um, you know, a blackout scavenger hunt where the kids are using the light of the menorah, even though you know after the time, or like with a flashlight to go on a scavenger hunt, you know, or and then you give them a whole list of items that they need to find in the home and they have to collect them all. You, know, you could do some, something, something you could spin, something green, you know, different things. You can create your own or you can look online for a scavenger hunt. You can find a ton of them. And it's, it, it's going to be so, so engaging and so fun for the kids. Now, the more educational the item is or the more you make them or, or, you, or the more you make them explain the connection of the item to Hanukkah, the more, obviously, the more in certain ways it's going to be that experiential education, which is going to be so remembered by them for, for really forever. You could do a, a, the, the great big gelt hunt or a dreidel hunt, hide dreidels around the house, hide, hide chocolate coins around the house, or hide like fake gold coins around the house. These are great ways to really engage the children. Now, if you are giving gifts, some ways to make the gift meaning, the, the gift giving more meaningful is number one, one way, one thing you could do is you could have your have siblings give their siblings a present. Right, so one thing you could do is you could literally sit with them and research with each of them before to really think about what would their sibling want, which is such a beautiful thing, getting them to really think about what would my sibling like and then, you know, showing, you know, your sibling so well and, and, and it, it helps build sensitivity and thoughtfulness towards others and towards the others in the family and really building a more cohesive unit as a, as a family. So that's beautiful. Another thing you could do is you could give each child two presents, one that they get to keep and the other one that they have to donate or they have to give to someone else. These are just small little things that we could do, but really have a tremendously huge impact, right? The, so many, there are so many collections right now for children in Israel in need. So great. We can, we, can, we can teach them about feeling the pain of others and really connecting with what others are going through. 
You can also give the children the opportunity to research a tzedakah organization and to choose which one they would want, you know, the money to go for and, you know, to, to think about if, if they would, instead of getting a gift, the money that, that the gift that, would have, that they would have gotten, give that, type, give that amount towards tzedakah instead. I personally would be careful not to give gifts each night because we have to be wary of Hanukkah spoiling, you know, spoiling our children from Hanukkah. And it also doesn't necessarily teach them the best spending habits, but uh, you know, that's a separate point. To end off talking about parties, you know, especially this year, our parties should be a little bit different. Of course, we should definitely still get together. But I think with everything going on in, in Israel, we should try to add a little bit more of, of, a, of a serious component to it. So maybe adding an educational component using any of the games that I mentioned before. That way, it's not just about getting together and food, right? In general, we should try to make it more educational. And, and there's no greater way to start off the, to, to, there's no greater way, you know, it's an especially opportune time to start this with, with the situation in Israel. So I hope you have found these tips to be helpful. It's a brief episode just to give you some very, very quick tips that you can use to help make your children's Hanukkah more impactful, more meaningful, more of a family unit, and really, really just bring Hanukkah. Hanukkah is such a special, special time. And if we bring it, if we really bring it, our children are going to feel it. So I hope you enjoy. Hope you'll find this useful. Let us know. Let us know on Instagram. Let us know by reaching out on genoff.org. Email us there and uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter and uh, have a Hanukkah Chag Sameach.